0: Welcome to the Saving Grace Adventist Church Sermon Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed by the Word of God. My heart is sad with all these uh, tragedies that take place in our country and all over the world. I think everybody knows what took place this week. During Joel time, catastrophes took place, too. Terrible things. The enemies were about to come and and sweep the country. What was God's call to his people during that time? God's call was a call to repentance. Why do you think in the midst of tragedies, the call of God is specifically for repentance. When you see death, when you hear about death, when you feel the, the smell of death of death in the air, and when you do not leave, Up to the light the Lord has given to you for this time. And in the midst of all these events, maybe there is no greater call more appropriate than the call to repentance. In other words, when you see the signs of the world coming over you, when you see, when you feel, when you hear, when you experience sometimes you are in the midst of this and still live like none of this is taking place, that's a very clear sign that you and I need to revisit the experience of repentance. Because the man of God and the woman of God is maybe the last messenger of God to a perishing world because in the face of all these tragedies and others which are coming along, you and I have a special obligation, a special privilege. We are still alive. We have not been stabbed. No bomb was on our street. But that shows you how much the Lord loves you. How much God cares for us. But at the same time, it's a wake-up call for me and for you. Because one time, it might happen on my street. Did I do anything for the people who live on my street? Did I do anything for the people who live in my home? Do, am I prepared? for whatever is going to happen in my town. So when you see the responsibilities you have to the Lord and to the world and to your beloved ones, and when you compare your life to those responsibilities, you might think that you might need the experience of repentance. No matter where we are in our spiritual journey, if we look to the Lord, we'll discover something that needs to be taken care of in our own lives. If we take seri- seriously the law of God and we fix our minds on the great principles of God's law, we might find something that needs to be, to be corrected in our lives. If we see, if we look again to the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and revisit the beautiful story of redemption, you and I might feel again the sorrow for sin, the sins that crucified our Savior. And something divine will take place in the heart, and that's repentance. In the scripture we just read this morning, Joel, chapter 2, beginning with verse 12. Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will not, if, if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind you? A grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. And the call for repentance goes on and on. Verse 15: Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble. Assemble the elders, gather the children and the nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord. Do not give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the people, where is their God? The call for repentance is extended to everyone. The pastors are not exempt. The priests are the first may be called to re-examine their lives. How they serve the Lord and how they serve the church and how they serve the, the, the world. The elders, the leaders, even the bride and the bridegroom. They are called to stop for a moment because what will be the happiness of a bride and a bridegroom who live 100 years in happiness if at the end of that 100 years they will die like sinners? They are not prepared to meet the Lord, they have not glorified the the God of the universe in their life. Everybody is invited. Even the baby who does not know anything. Why? Because in the atmosphere of repentance, when repentance becomes collective and general, when every person is involved, even the baby somehow will be blessed. Because the baby is blessed through the life of the mother and of the father. Today, I don't know how to underline the importance of a new repentance for the people of God. I long for that repentance. The Spirit of Prophecy says, you'll never regret of. You'll never regret a repentance that will have such an impact upon the life that you'll never regret that experience. Let's bow our heads so that we may Receive from the Lord something that is so necessary for our lives. Heavenly Father, this morning, with these tragedies, Lord, who come upon many parts of the world, including this beautiful country, the country of freedom, where the murderers somehow assume the freedom to kill, to kill innocent. We pray dear Lord that you comfort every heart that has been broken. You bring healing and you put an end to these tragedies. People killing people. Only you have the right to take life. And even you yourself, you don't take life, you have given your life to save the life of every sinner. We pray that this country and the entire world will wake up and everyone beginning with us will experience the true repentance, which is so necessary today. So that our relationship with you would be renewed and we will see other human beings as the precious children of God and will respect life and will protect life and will fight for life. Bless those among us who have lost Libra's family, what a loss, Lord. I know how much I, I love my nephews, they are like my children. Bless them with peace, with hope. And may Adriana and and Alex be forever protected, Lord. Bless brother Brian with the loss of his brother, Mr. Robert and everyone else who has been touched somehow by tragedy, by death. Bless every child of our church. May we never be part of these tragedies. May the angels of God ever camp around us and save us from the most terrible tragedies, Lord. May we really wake up. May we understand that this is the end of the world. And Lord, even in the case we were holy people. If we compare our lives to the life of Christ, if we look again to the holy law of God, and if we look again to the cross, we'll still find something to repent of. This morning, may the presentation be not a theory which we remind to each other May this morning we all receive the Spirit of God who brings repentance, transformation, revival, and reformation. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. A word was mentioned. You know, see how the New Testament began. It is not different from what you read in the book of Joel, the call to repentance is practically the cry of a merciful and loving God who wants to save his children. Maybe sometimes the word repentance, because it is so much used and sometimes misused, may, maybe it lost some of the meaning. Or maybe it produced some attitudes in your heart which are not the best. But repentance, friends. You see, even in the midst of this passage we read. Verse 13. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. And listen to this. For His gracious and merciful slow to anger and of great kindness and he relents from doing harm repentance is connected to the knowledge of the character of god the god who calls you for repentance is the merciful god is the god that does not find pleasure in the death of the most sinful human being when you understand what kind of god god is you can't but regret your sins your mistakes your shortcomings your failures and that's something positive that's something positive When John the Baptist came and began to preach the gospel, what was his first message? Repent. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus came after, after two, three years and he began preaching what was one of the first sermons of our Lord Jesus Christ. Repent and believe in the gospel. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Repentance is a must for the one who wants to get to heaven. Repentance is not an option for a child of God. Repentance is one of the most beautiful gifts the Lord gives to a sinful human being. What is repentance, by the way? Do you remember that beautiful, short, and maybe the most perf- perfect definition of repentance from the book Steps to Christ? Repentance involves sorrow for sin and turning away from it. Simple. Repentance involves regret. For something I have done wrong and turning away from never doing it again. Repentance means that after I have hurt you, I'm broken in my heart. And I say, How could I have ever done that? Repentance is the answer of your heart. When you see the grief and the sadness of God. I remember when I was not a good boy, Sami. I was not always a good boy, unfortunately. I was a young man. And I was, you, you, you know, when I when I tell you, when I tell people my story. Believe me, I personally, is like, like I cannot believe it. Is, is that true? I was so independent. At the age of 16 or 17, came from school home. It was Passover feast. Everybody, you know, even the Greek Orthodox religion, you celebrate. It's a nice time. After we ate and we celebrated, I pulled out the cigarette for the first time in front of my parents. So my father said something and I lay and I, I got out of the. That's one thing. Another time I met my father coming from afar. I was coming from a, another direction. We both came home. We didn't see each other for months, for months. And my when my father saw me, you know, I was the the youngest in the family. My father was kind of old when I was born, you know, so it's like I, I was a kind of Joseph to him. So when 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 my father saw saw me, I saw such a joy on his face. He met his child. And after that, he looked at me from head to the toes my my pants i it, it, it was like this was not good i had to to cut this off and put something bigger you know like to 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 sweep the 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 road and you know my hair i had long so my father i saw how how that beautiful joy was frozen you know like when, when I remembered one day, it was another beautiful, I think it was Sunday morning. I was just about to leave to leave, uh, to school, back to school. And I said to my mom, I said, mom, you know, uh, if you believe, one day I will change. My mom would always hide from weeping before us. My mom would weep when we couldn't see her. But that morning, she burst into weeping. And she said, you will never change. You are the shame of our family. So two, three years after that, alone, in the midst of a forest, in the mountain, these images came to my mind. And I was a to cry I couldn't cry like you know the face of my father the tears of my mom and some of other things and the Lord produced repentance to my heart I couldn't accept myself like that anymore And in a certain degree, my mind went to God. I didn't pray for a long time, like I forgot about him. And regret. So I didn't take that regret from my pocket. It was not something, I produce it, now I come and repent, you know. No, it was something that came from the Spirit of God. He used these memories, these situations, and I could see the effects of my life on some people. And I could remember, I could see the pain, the sadness, the grief. And Alex, I began to repent. You cannot force somebody to repent. Repentance is a miracle. But if it's a miracle, that's connected to the heart of God. And if it's connected to the heart of God, you may open, you may turn the Bible to Acts chapter 5, and you'll find verse 30 31, which says, The repentance, Jesus Christ was lifted up to give repentance to Israel and the forgiveness of sins yeah look him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins friends repentance is a gift that comes from the heart of a merciful God so if even repentance is a gift from God why not allow the Lord to say, repent. You understand? The Lord is not asking you and me to do something on your own. The Lord is not obligating you and me to have regrets. The Lord is inspiring your heart with a spirit of regret, a spirit of repentance. That's repentance. Anytime I would turn back and, and think and think of what I did, my heart just aches, my breaks. One of these days I was talking with somebody in my country. I was uh, uh, exchanging messages, a pastor. I took that pastor to not the oldest of my brothers, the next to him, which is 10 years older. That man, I think, the best in my family, great mind, and he has never been like this vagabond, you know? And as, as uh, I try for years to send pastors to my, my brother, has a beautiful family. He adopted two little girls. Not too healthy, not too beautiful, you know? He adopted two little girls and he is a great father and his wife a great mother for those two little, little girls. Now they are educated. One is not like Sister Lisa, is assistant to pharmacist. And the other one is, is finishing a, a master degree right now. So from years I took different people to, to them but my, fa- my brother somehow lost faith in God. He became of agnostic somehow, you know, but now the last years I see changes. He even mentioned the name of the Lord, and uh, and my friend, my uh, the pastor from Omena, he said, "I'm so glad that your your brother is going with the girls to the nearest Seventh-day Adventist church from time to time." And now I told him, "Hey, do this, this." Uh, this September, I I need to go to Romania for a great project. And I said, I'll take some time and go to that little church, if you you wish, and hold a week uh, of evangelism. Maybe they will give their lives to Christ. And as I was exchanging this information, I remembered, man, this man was like my father for me during the, uh, uh, the high school years. He took me into his apartment he fed me, he protected me. Okay, after we stayed one year together, he said, you go back to the door. So he, he couldn't manage me anymore. At the end of the high school, at the end of the high school, I made, I was so miserable to this, this brother of mine that now as I, was, as I was exchanging messages, I began to cry. Is you know, repentance, regret is a gift of god and if you ask lord give me the spirit of repentance you will repent the lord will give you this i begin to think to re- i can remember you know the mind is so sometimes you forget things but those moments when i hurt the heart of somebody the lord somehow kept In my mind, and I'm still suffering any time almost the memory comes back. What do I want to convey through this? Do you want to repent? You can't. It's like you don't have the, the impulse. You don't have the drive. Hey, look and meditate to what you have done to Christ. Take the chapter of the cross. Think of what I have done to Jesus. Three days ago, I had Gethsemane. Thieves came, tears. When he was saying, Father, if it's possible, take this cup from me, but not my will, but your will be done. Is like I could feel a little bit of that agony of the Son of God. And I felt sorrow in my heart. Because any time you see the Son of God suffering for you, the Holy Spirit will make you aware that something of what you have done contributed to that. So without forcing yourself to cry and to repent, you feel sorrow. You feel regret. And that's part of the beautiful repentance, the gift Christ himself gives and now the second is turning away. When the Lord turned my life around, I, I had never broken the heart of my parents again. I was there for every one of them in the most necessary moments of their life. With joy, took my father to the hospital And the Lord used somehow this repenting young man to bring the Father to Christ and other beautiful things. It's you turn away from it. You never want to hurt that heart again. If you want a real repentance, a genuine repentance, you really need to. See the heart of this merciful and loving God. Man, when you come to the Lord and you see how good the Lord is is with you. How patient he has been. How much he has suffered. You begin to regret of the kind of person you have been. And that's repentance. And if you want to repent, to truly Repent. What if you take the law of God, the Ten Commandments we know by heart, but somehow we never meditate on it? And take the first command and see if there is any God besides the Lord in your life. If if you have ever chosen an idol to love somebody or something more, than you love the Lord. If you have broken, as I told you my stories, the heart of your parents, if you have broken the Sabbath day, if you have taken the name of the Lord in vain, if you have cheated, broke the seven broken the seven commandment or lied, or you know, kind of always longing for something which was the, the neighbor has, you know, his heart is more beautiful. His yard is more green. It's like always longing for something. The law of God reveals to your consciousness truths. And you begin to regret. Amen. Say, Lord, no more, no more, no more. Amen. I mean, I am a Christian. And I long to live a holy life. Amen. And the fact, the Christian life, my, 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 my friends, the Christian love. Life does not mean only forgiveness of sin. Forgiveness of sin is beautiful; is there in the promise, but is more than that. Christian life means forgiveness from sin and and uh, taking away your sins and filling the vacuum with the graces of the holy spirit christian true religion true religion means forgiveness of sins taking away taking away all the sins and filling the vacuum with the graces of the holy spirit it means divine illumination it means A heart that is is emptied of self and is filled with the presence of Christ. And this is part of the beautiful experience we call repentance. Repentance. Our Our church has been blessed with writings we call the Spirit of Prophecy. Every little book you take, Steps to Christ, The Sermon on the Mountain, Desire of Ages, Patrex and Prophet, every single book will teach you that repentance is the most necessary experience in our life. We'll teach you that repentance is the gift of God for a sinner who doesn't have any solution for his sins. We'll teach you that the experience of repentance is sweet. Is a blessing to have it. And we'll teach you that without experience, the experience of repentance, we are condemned to death. And why not? When the Lord is giving us this experience, when the Lord understands that we cannot produce it, we cannot originate it, we cannot have it on our own, and the Lord is willing to give it, and you reject it, what else can the Lord do in order to save you? So, to me, it's not an option. To me, it's something I would like to have it now right now lord right now right now when a christian like you and me experiencing experiences again the repentance that comes from god real miracle miracles happen in his life in his family in his church in his town And this is what we all need. What we all need. In the last part of the passage, from verse 28, Joel chapter 3, verse 28 And it shall come to pass after that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days, and I will show wonders in heaven and in earth, blood and fire and pierce and smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord and it shall come to pass that whoever calls... On the name of the Lord shall be saved. There are two main blessings here. It is the spirit of the Lord. Who is promised to the one. Who takes the experience of repentance seriously. And second, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Have you ever called on the name of the Lord? How many times? And the Lord has been there for you you through but now the Lord at the end of time he really wants to save humanity he really wants to save the church so he look how beautifully he works. he sends his spirit to your heart that produces that repentance and after that he sends his spirit upon your mind and fills you to make you a spirit-filled person Christian Alive, full of the love of God. Revealing the character of God. And making a difference in the church, in the community, in the family. And now, when you call upon his name, how will he not save you? And when the promise is given, no matter what is your problem. It might be a sickness. It might be a family problem. It might be a debt you have. It might be an enemy who attacks you. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But in this part, as you have seen in the lesson, it is not only receiving something from God by calling his name. It is also calling his name for others. It is revealing the name of the Lord to others. I love this experience of repentance if this is repentance to receive the Spirit of God the fullness of the Spirit of God and to be able to call upon his name and see miracles taking place I love this experience I want to have it I want to have it it was years ago I knew this lady she had cancer So I was visiting her and visiting her and visiting her and praying for her. She had peace in her heart. She said, Pastor, let it come now. It was about that. She was not afraid now. She said, more than 15 years ago, I was at the conference level. I knew where that place was. And I had cancer at that time. But I had two little girls and i call upon the name of the lord i said lord you can't take me from them they are not able to manage their life they are not grown they are not able to save themselves to protect themselves please lord don't take me until they are able to live by themselves now i think when i was talking with them with her i believe both of them were married they had their home they were on their own So the lady was prepared now. She called the name of the Lord in the past when she was about to die. And the Lord intervened and she didn't die. And now she was ready, whatever the Lord would decide. Friends, the experience of calling upon the name of the Lord is so beautiful. Imagine yourself going to a sick person and calling the name of the Lord upon that person. Imagine going to a person who is afraid of demons and is harassed by demons or by other enemies and you call the name of the Lord on those people. One husband was about to to push her wife away from home after she received Christ, after she experienced the beautiful experience of repentance. He practically told her, don't come home because you don't have a place in this home. Where to go? You don't have two houses, two homes. So after the, the baptism, she came home. The, the luggages were already packed. And he said, get out of here. And the lady, he just experienced repentance. He couldn't do what she usually did. She would fight him back. She would fight him back. But now her heart was changed. She repented. And she prayed in her mind, Lord, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden, she said, listen, my dear. Not long ago, we were drinking together. We were experiencing miserable life together. When you were drunk over there, I would lie with your friends in the other room. I would do things horrible. Now, I'm a new person. The Lord changed my heart, changed my life. I love you. I'm a better wife. I'm a better mom. And you, you asked me to leave this home. Listen, if somebody has to leave this home, in the name of the lord you are that person <laughs> and he was like that he said to the pastor i you know he said a- after a why after, ye- after a year, he after his pastor i was afraid it's something i've never seen in all my life and the spirit of the lord moved upon his heart he's a seventh Adventist. he gave that life to christ too in the name of the lord in the name of the lord you you fight your enemies In the name of the Lord, you fight your sickness. In the name of the Lord, you fight your own sinful nature. The Lord knows that you have it, and the Lord will crush it. The Lord will crucify it. In the name of the Lord, you fight demons. In the name of the Lord, you fight everything. And in the name of the Lord, you are going to be saved. Let's stand and pray for that. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. Oh Lord, I beg you for the experience of repentance for me and for my people. Lord, it's not enough. It's not enough when we see what's going on in the world. We must be there proclaiming the coming of the King. We must be there bringing comfort to the comfortless. We must be there Bringing light to those who live in darkness. We must be the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ, the voice of God speaking to their hearts, the letter of God sent to them. We must be the miracle of God on this planet. And we beg you, Father, search our hearts, see every single person. What he or she needs. We don't want to keep sin in our lives. No sin anymore, Lord. We don't want to keep habits which are unhealthy. No more those habits, Heavenly Father. We don't want to keep friends or things which belong to the world. No more of those things. We beg you this morning. Because you have made this promise that you will give repentance and forgiveness to Israel, we beg you to give all this to us. May we look to Christ and Him crucified, and may we feel regret for our sins. May we look to the law of God, and may we discover the spots in our character. And repent over them. May we think of our beloved ones and how we treated them. And may we remember any mistake, any sin, any hurting moment and regret, Lord. May we remember that we have a privilege, we have a call, we have a mission, and we have not done almost anything and regret, Lord, and repent over this. And may we receive the Spirit of God because He brings repentance. And may we be filled with the Spirit of God because He baptizes those who have gone through the experience of repentance. Father, beginning with me and every member of this church, every visitor, may we all feel a Spirit in us and receive a Spirit from the Lord into our hearts that will produce a repentance, a revival, a reformation that will amaze even the heavenly beings. May this happen today and endure forever. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message.